Larry Hodges shares thoughts on his style of science fiction, satire, and humor. My my best novel is Campaign 2100, Game of Scorpions. Hmm. It took the idea that what happens if the world adopts the American two-party electoral system? I'll give you a minute, pick your jaw up off the floor. <laughs> Throw in an alien ambassador, learn the bar politics and history as our rear does, and hopefully you're in for a rise. They campaign around the world on the ideas and issues, ideas, I said, of the year 2100. And yet, with all these ideas, the central characters in the story hopefully are memorable, otherwise I failed. But the idea is that there's four central characters, which I hope are really memorable, when you meet the alien ambassador and the uh, Feodor, the vice presidential candidate. Feodor, orig- the vice presidential candidate, originally came in at the midpoint of the novel. Huh. I, the novel is critiqued. <clears throat> Feodor was the breakout character. Huh. Everyone's saying, what are you doing? She should be up front. So I actually do huh. all this rewriting to bring Feodor up towards the front. Yeah. So she comes in about 20, maybe 15, 20% in. Huh. And then I had to send her on all these missions to get her off the stage because she completely takes over the novel otherwise. Oh. She was such a dominant <laughs> personality. And uh, you know, she was dominant you know, you know, and very, well... She was a really my best character I've ever made before, and you know, and if I do a sequel, I, you know, she's going to be central to it though. Campaign it's called Campaign Twenty One Hundred Game of Scorpions, which came it comes from World Weaver Press, but Campaign Twenty One Hundred Game of Scorpions, obviously from Game of Thrones. They take out the wording I stole it from them. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. So I'd like to talk a little bit about your style here because that's okay. important. You just you just you're, you're t- kind of touching upon it. You're scratching the surface, but right. uh, maybe not everybody knows your style. So Larry writes. Uh, uh, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I call it. Uh, I don't know. Comedy science fiction is maybe a little bit too strong, but comedic science fiction maybe. Or, or what, what I, do you call your? your I, I think of myself as I really have two. I can switch modes, but my my best. I'm either in my idea-oriented writing or in my satire humor one. Now I combine them. The one of the things I finally learned, usually, not always, usually when I'm doing idea-oriented ones, I almost always have at least one, call it the comic relief character, because one, it lets me, it's more fun for me, but it's a strength of mine. If I don't use it, you know, I'm, it's like a guy who goes to a gunfight with a gun and uses a knife. So I try to always have at least, I, I have humor in all my, almost all, almost all my stories. I have a few dark ones. But, uh, and even there, I have some gallows humor. But So I do either sat, a lot of satire and humor, like Campaign 2100, Game of Scorpions, is both, it's a dramedy, it's drama, but it's mm. a satire in American politics as well. Mm. Originally, it was going to be almost over-the-top humor. It became more drama, and I rewrote the first chapters and so it wasn't so Jim Carrey-like, more MASH-like, and after MASH really found its way, where it's a dramedy, where there's a lot of times. I mean, there's people getting killed in this thing. There's all sorts of things going on. It's a lot of the things that happen are tragic. Mm. It goes from tragedy to comedy sometimes. Mm. So I, it goes back and forth. So my two favorite ones are idea-oriented ones or humor satire ones or a combination of those i hit your website before we had this talk today and i was chuckling because you and i and i 
I forgot the name of the woman, but she's going to go explain people why they're irrational or wrong. And, and what's her name? Uh, oh, you're talking about Captain Exasperation Woman? There we are. Captain Exasperation yes. Woman. Yes, I, as soon as I started reading, I was laughing when I was right. reading uh, the, the, I'm gonna give you a copy the quotes. Those were nice quotes on your site, by the way. That was a good... Yep. I'll give you a copy for Dante. Captain Exasperation Woman meets President Trump. I think you can guess what it's about. Captain Exasperation Woman is the world's greatest superhero, and she has the power of exasperation. She can literally go up to the walls of the White House, which is how the novel starts, and start saying, President Trump said this, and the wall starts to droop. And he, and he said, that, you know, he literally, she's exasperated about the things he says that are false. He lied about this, he lied about that, and eventually the walls will fall over. She fights helicopters. She fights the um, the Secret Service. When the Secret Service tries to pull her over, she just starts saying, President Trump said this, and they say, yeah, you're right. Oh my God, they drop their guns and they start <laughs> discussing this, and she just walks past them, and so she goes right into the White House. Um, that's only a 7,000 word short story. I, I might go into the novelette stage. I was originally going to start submitting that to all the magazines. I submitted it to one place, and they loved it, wanted to publish it. There's three books in it called Alternative Truths. Publisher, editor, Bob Brown of B-Cubed Press came onto the show and talked to us about his anthology, such as Alternative Truths, in episodes 8 through 15. You can find those episodes in the show archive. I was publishing the first one, and I've got the, I was, this one was my submission for the second one. They finally decided it was too long. Oh. I finally looked at this thing, you know, I'm just going to self-publish this thing. So it's on sale for like 3 or $4 on it, you know, if you go to Amazon. Just Captain Exasperation Woman Meets President Trump. <laughs> and there's a lot of big cast of characters besides Trump, who is a T-Rump. Um, you get his backstory. You also meet the devil. Uh, Hillary Clinton shows up and lots of other people. And there's a lot of battles. Uh, the best scene is when uh, the devil and the Trump are grappling with each other. And you have to give Trump his due. He, he bowed to them, but eventually the devil's pretty tough. But Trump had, a, had something up his sleeve, as you'll find out. And even the devil, when faced with this, has problems. But there, you'll have to read it to find out how it, it ends. Speaking of humor stories, I have a story called Satan's Soul in the current issue of Galaxy's Edge, which is, starts off the day before Armageddon and Satan is walking around uh, at the North Pole and he's very depressed because he knows he's going to lose. And then some multidimensional being shows up and in return for Satan's soul, he will make sure he wins and goes from there. However you found Sci-Fi Thoughts, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast aggregation services, if you've enjoyed the show, go ahead and do us a favor. Go to wherever you get this podcast and leave us a review, even clicking a few stars. And this will help out the show in many ways. Next episode, Larry Hodges talks more about satire and science fiction, along with his upcoming works. Orson Scott Card has the mice quotient, M-I-C-E, about where every story is driven by either the Malu, which is um, his way of finding M for the setting, but Malu, 
idea, which idea. Um, right, right, C right. is for character, and E is for event. And I always thought that satire should be a fifth one. So instead of mice, it should be mices. Because I think I, some stories, including some of the ones I do, really are more driven by the satire than by the milieu, the idea, the character, or the event.